Seventh, eighth highest, and eighth highest winning percentages in each conference will each have two opportunities to win one game to earn a playoff spot. The team with the ninth highest and tenth highest winning percentages in each conference will each have to win two consecutive games to earn a playoff spot. Of sports, apparently. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight are my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Hi, guys. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode 191. Usually I say, how are we right here? But I'm going to say pat on the back to me. That was the first time I read that. And I almost nailed it. You so did hard. okay. It wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah, it was. B plus. I'd give it a, give yeah, it a B, B plus. Yeah. B plus. B plus. You know what? Seven point eight. Study. I'll take it. Okay. Hell yeah, you will. <laughs> but how are we otherwise, gents? Feel great. Don't call me hey. a gent. Uh, um, apologies, uh, comrade. Why? What's wrong? Oh, with com- gent? There we go. Okay. Comrade. Yeah. Comrade. Gent, that's just, you're setting your expectations that a little. That East Coast elite. It's too hot. Yeah, right. too much. Too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought we had Big Adam on. They, uh, yeah. Uh, Leonard Skinner wrote a song about me. Yeah. Simple Man? No, Free Bird. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, what you see is what you get. But since this is a podcast, you don't see anything, so... You I get nothing. That, I thought yeah. you were going to say that song. What's that song with, can't you smell that smell? <laughs> Ooh, that, yeah, that it's smell. Called, <laughs> it's called that smell. <laughs> that, that was it. Uh, 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 oh he's yeah. cutting a rug down at a place called The Jug. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I got, I got an update for you guys. Okay. Uh, I haven't talked about this. Uh, update. No matter what age you are, if you scrape your knee on concrete, it always hurts. Oh, what'd you do? Uh-oh. So you got I a boo-boo? Was, yeah, I got a boo-boo. Mm. Uh, I, it hurts so much, I actually Googled, why does it hurt so much when you scrape your knee? <laughs> he just, why does it hurt so much? Yeah. Google's probably getting been getting a lot why of that over the past so year. good? <laughs> yeah. Like, How do I make this hurt so good? <laughs> now, I was running yesterday. I was not aware that it was supposed to rain. Was somebody uh, chasing you? No, no, no. Just planning mm-hmm. for the uh, inevitable mutant tiger attack. Um, I, oh, I don't yeah. have to be fast. I just have to be faster than you two. Faster than the neighbors. Yep. yep. So I was running, and they, it started to rain. Obviously, when it rains, things get a little slippery. I was going around a corner. That's Bon Jovi. Uh, slippery, slippery, slippery when wet, right? Yeah, that, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was him. Him and Richie, Richie Sambora, yeah. mm-hmm. good friend of mine. We went to high school together. Nice. Uh, I went around the corner and you know up a little ramp there on the on the sidewalks. Hit some mud. Just That's called a curb cutout. Is that really what it's called? Well, yes, sir. It cut me out. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh man, did anyone see it? Uh, I'm sure all of the traffic that was on 52nd Street. Oh, that no, nobody honked at you. I usually I, honk at people when I see them fall. As I laid there on the uh, uh, on the sidewalk, just going, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my guy. Yeah, no, I. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then I remembered my watch was still going, so I was like, "Well, I'm losing a lot of time." Uh, Run by machines. But I got home, man, and it. I don't know what it is. 
I do know what it is now. I'll tell you I, what it is. You're it. old. You're old. I got my elbow. I got my. I got my both my knees. One's worse than the other. Damn, you really did wipe out. Oh yeah, hard, <laughs> hard. Uh, got my knee pretty good, but I did. I googled it that night. I was like, why does it hurt so bad? And it's it's surface area, in case you're wondering. So the pain receptors that you mm, set off got all those nerve endings. All those nerve endings. So mm-hmm. the, the area is is wider. So that's why. Versus like a deeper cut. You're cutting through the the pain mm. receptor, and you're you're doing it in an isolated area. This is a much larger area. So I learned something huh. in my pain. I decided to learn something, which Sounds is like pretty ruined. like when you think about how often kids scrape up their knees and elbows and everything else like that. They deal with a lot of pain, mm-hmm. and and being yeah. the children of us, like that's mm-hmm. a lot of pain. Well, that comes later, though. Well, that's, that's true. That's more emotional pain. Yeah. Yeah. My, my old my pain, more trauma. <laughs> yeah. <You're right>. my, <laughs> my, old, my oldest kid takes after me coordination-wise. Uh, oh, I'm sorry And to so hear that. we used to go, like, we felt like we were the helicopter parents because we'd go to the playground, and we just kind of hover, like, as they're, cl- you know, as she was climbing up the ladders and all that stuff. We were just kind of, like, right behind her, like, okay, okay. And then we had our second kid, and we were like, oh, wait, like, this one doesn't just fall down all the time. But <laughs> This one's right. <laughs> yeah. But for our oldest, like, we'd go to the playground, and you'd see her, like, she'd be running around in the grass with the other kids, and you'd see them kind of, they'd kind of run behind a hill, and you'd see the other kids, just the tops of the ki- other kids' heads, and then our, our, our kid would just disappear. It's like, <laughs> oh, she fell down again. Yeah. And... Pretty much every night we would leave the park, she would have a bloody knee, and she she just started saying, "That's how you know you're having fun." <laughs> Dude, she is hilarious. Uh, she is funny, man. The other night we were trying. Oh. I mean, she's. She's almost 10 now. And the other night we were like, hey, trying to get her to just like, you know, they were both just like, they needed to get out and run around. So we were like, all right, let's go out. Hey, chase your sister. Like, play tag. Like, get out there. Like, start running because we want you to sleep tonight. 15 steps just fell. (laughs) Didn't trip over anything, just fell down. This is why I don't jog, because she, t- like, I, like, that would be me if, if you would you, say, hey, Rowdy, go chase, go chase that, I don't know, car. I don't, I don't think know. I've ever seen you run, Rowdy. You won't. Well, no, that's not true. Your bachelor huh? party when we were having drag races down the street. I was going to say, did I, that's did I? the last I, time I saw you run. I, uh, I, I drag raced Big City Adam, right? I'm pretty sure you dragged race a lot burst. of people there's that no, night. Yeah, Big City no Adam is a very fast man, though. No, that dude has bursts. Yeah, yeah surprisingly I mean, fast. Him, but there's no way you won. I felt, yeah, I was gonna say I felt very confident that I could beat Big City Adam in a foot race. It was your zip-off pants, yeah. I think, that gave you all the confidence you needed. Yeah, I also, I have also uh, fallen to that same um, mm-hmm. folly, that thinking I could beat this guy. No, sir. No, yeah. sir. He gets out of the gate quick, real quick. I've been told mm-hmm. I look fast. Like By the way whom? I the way I run, I By whomst. Yeah. Uh, big city that. Adam actually. I think he complimented my technique. Yeah. Now it's not that I am <laughs> fast. It's I not it's it's not that I am fast. fast, but it's that I look like I should be going fast. Like your your aerodynamic? No, I think you're Let's mistaken drag. here. 
I think you're mistaken here. You're taking this as a, as a compliment. Someone's I take everything as bad. a compliment. But yeah, <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Yeah. You Last get to choose point. how to take these things, right? Hey, attitude, attitude. That is a very, that's a yeah. very good point. You choose how you react yeah. to things. Yeah. Yeah. You got a catitude. I think what they said is you look like you should be faster. Yeah, you're slow. Which translation yeah. is you're slow as hell. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you're moving a lot, but you're not going many places. I see a lot of exertion. I don't see a lot of movement here. It's like how my car looks like it should have more miles on it than it does. That's yeah. true. Yes, yes. Because it has all those whiskey dents and the whole dashboard's lit up with warning <laughs> lights. Yeah. Hey, right. I drove that thing all around town this weekend. It's it's fine. Just putting those around. Those lights don't mean anything. I agree. My check engine light's been on for like five years. It's Might a different engine, though, so I think it's just confused. Mm, mm. That's yeah, what I. That, never, that's my logic. You never reset it. I never introduced them. So back back to the back body, to the foot engine, races. Engine body. Reed, did yeah. I did I foot race you at my bachelor party? I don't think Probably. I've ever seen you run. Uh, no, I have seen you run with yeah, your you whole hair unfurled. Right. Usually from police. Yes. Well, yeah. quasi-police. Secur- security, yeah. Quasi-police, yeah. Wannabe police. Yeah. yeah. I can get up and get going. I don't have a lot of distance, but I can get out of the way. Yeah. You don't have to be fast. You just have to be faster yeah. than the other guy, right? Or well, when we finally get back into studio... Rowdy, maybe we should drag race. Foot race. There you go. Well, thanks for joining us tonight, everybody. We're 10 minutes in, so mission accomplished. (laughs) (laughs) This is a sports podcast. Running is a sport. We talked about running. What more do you want? Rowdy, how about some sports? How about it? Hey, guys, uh, we got an update on the team from Columbus. Oh. What's going on here? Yeah, that's right. If you remember last week, the Columbus uh, Crew SC, as they were called, uh, prior to May 10th, uh, changed their name to Columbus SC. There was an uproar from the uh, supporter group Nordeca, uh, which means Northside. Said they, this this started I guess in January when they wrote an 18-page letter to everybody's management. working from home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got lots of time. <laughs> That that eighteen page letter went out, and everybody's manager was like, "You had you did what now today?" <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that said, if you change the name, if you if you get rid of crew, we're gonna burn the stadium to the we're ground. We're gonna burn it down. Oh, it'd be, be, <laughs> be and the stadium's not even finished, which is even which makes it even better. Yeah, it will be catastrophic. I think it, there will be catastrophic consequences. I believe is what they said. We are so, legion. They, yes, yes. We are bored. Yeah. Uh, so they they uh, they face the wrath of Nordeca. Now I, I got to tell you, man, the Columbus Crew, the the Nordeca, the the crew supporters, they've got it together. This is they've been fighting for their lives for the past four to six years. Uh, after uh, Precourt took over the team and threatened to move him to Austin. They had the whole save the crew. Oh, Austin uh, was nice. Yeah, well, they got their team. Yeah. Uh, I see that you're siding with the capitalist in this. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> that's a real that's a real, uh, a real leaf. Uh, yeah, turnover. Turn, turn of the leaf, yeah. Um, I just like Austin better than Columbus, and I'm just oh, well. thinking to myself, these idiots that wrote these 18-page letters are probably all Poison Nut fans. Oh, for so. sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, not a lot of Dayton Flyers. Yeah, that's true. Uh, 
So they met with the uh, management and ownership of the team, and the team, uh, the team collapsed and said, "We'll give you everything you want." They, they. My favorite comment was that they thought they were going into a meeting to talk about how to mend the relationship between the two, uh-huh. and came out. They, they just were presented with a new logo. Hmm. Uh, where the 96 for being the founding members of the MLS will be in the corner, and they have dropped the SC, entire, SC entirely, and they are now the Columbus crew again. What? So the, the crew is back. What is happening with these corporations? Did you, you guys heard about the Chappelle thing? That he got everybody to boycott watching Chappelle show on Netflix, and then oh, they, yeah. they gave him the rights to the show? Like, what's up with these corporate... Uh, corporate uh, surrenders lately. This is like... I like this trend if this is becoming a trend. It's like organization matters. Yeah, it's like almost like, you know, work if you work at it. What's what's the slogan? It works if you work it? Yeah. So the, the, the Columbus Dispatch had this to say. What was initially anticipated as a conversation starter about what fans wanted the club to do to repair its relations with the fans, the ownership and front office presented a small, divorced group of supporters, the new logo with the name Columbus Crew, and asked members of the group their thoughts. So they just walked in and said, we screwed up. Here you go. You're going to have the name and the logo you want. The, the logo stays the same, except they change it so that bottom corner now says 96, and it says Columbus on top and Crew on the bottom. So they got everything they wanted. I think it's amazing. I think I'm giving them too much credit, the corporations. What do you think? I think this is a result of the January 6th thing. Everybody's worried that people in Buffalo helmets are going to storm their offices. (laughs) Bunch of of crew shaman? I don't know if that's... (laughs) Bunch of shirtless flag wearers like capes with Buffalo helmets and Uh spears. I I mean, they just look like tourists Lots of guttural sounds. You know. They just look like tourists to me. Just a regular group of tourists. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's just a group of crew fans. No worries. <laughs> no worries, guys. <laughs> uh, you know they're burning that express for men. <laughs> right. right? That Victoria's Secret's on fire. <laughs> yes. We cool with that? Wendy's yeah. being gone? No, that's gone. Okay. What about that Chase building? No, that's good, too. All right. Um, what about that Hollister building? Yeah. Look uh, out. Yeah, I don't know. I I think you're giving them the right amount of credit. I mean, I think with the MLS, you have they a, got more to lose than other bigger, more established uh, franchises for sure. Uh, in a way, I think the mentality of it's better to have a uh, hundred diehard fans than ten thousand mediocre fans is probably where they're going with this. Is if we're going to build this up. You know, I think they're, what is it, year 25, season 25. If we're going to build crazy. this up, we need to have the diehards on our side. Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what soccer's about, too, right? Is like diehard fans. Um, so, yeah, hey, good on them. What was, what was also uh, interesting is they said, we're not done, um, that there are more changes coming. We're going to keep mucking around here. We're going yeah. to keep mucking about here. Uh, and they ha- still refuse to purchase any new gear with the new logo on it. So they said, this isn't over. We're not done here. 
So they, they're feeling it. They're feeling themselves. They're feeling the power. Uh, this could be cool. a, a nice, slick, corporate bait-and-switch, too. Oh, how so? Well, I mean, they're just going to, uh, you know, an appeasement strategy where you, you know, you lull them to sleep and then kaboom, you just do what you want anyway. Said, so, well, we met with you. We heard what you had to say, but we decided to do this. Can't say we didn't try to talk to you. Mm-hmm. That yeah. kind of that kind of angle. Well, they got they got most of what they wanted though. The, the eighteen I, pages worth of demands. No, that was in January. Oh. So this was in May. So no, it was just like do not change anything. We fought hard to keep you here in Columbus. We used the the. Uh, oh, I just forgot his name. Starts with an N. The old uh, owner of the Browns. We used that rule. Um, oh yeah. To keep you in Columbus. So, don't mess with us. So, it, I I think that's all the letter was saying. You can find the whole letter online. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm good. But yeah, I'm not going to read that either. <laughs> I was like, oh, I see that this is a download, and I see my cursor moving away now. I don't think so, my computer has that much memory. <laughs> oh, yeah, mine definitely doesn't. <laughs> without sounding like it's going to take off. Uh, so everything is is all hunky dory right now for the. Uh, proposed July 3rd opening of their new stadium. So, hmm. congrats to the fans. I think, yeah. hey, organization, organizing works. Keep your eyes peeled. You bunch of whiners. Work. Yeah. Keep your eyes peeled. Yeah. Something like that. All right. All right. Next up, this headline just says White Sox, which I appreciate the brevity. That Yeah. <clears throat> it's a good headline. White Sox, uh, Got themselves an interesting situation. We got a uh, management uh, labor force problem in its infancy, I think, here, Snoop. Um, White Sox rookie phenom, we've talked about him before, uh, Yermay Mercedes. Air, air quotes rookie. Well, yeah, baseball, baseball rookies are kind of yeah. weird. But um, Mercedes, he is DH in what, first base? No, just yeah, or is DH he just in first base, but yeah. he's just playing DH right now. He's just and, a good old beefy baseball boy. Yeah, he's just a big beefy boy that hits dingers. Um, and yep. he did hit a dinger, Rowdy. He hit a dinger in the eighth inning. Okay, when the White Sox were up, I believe the score was fourteen to four. Okay, something like 15 that. Fifteen to four. Fifteen to four. Yeah. And they had a position player in Rowdy, La, La Tortuga. Tortuga. La Tortuga mm-hmm. was oh. pitching. You remember La Tortuga? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Two weeks he was ago. pitching, so they don't burn the arms of the guys. So was in the he doing his, his trademark slow ball? He did. Sure Guess did. What it was a 46 mile an hour EFIS pitch. The count was uh, 0 and 3, or no, 3 and 0. Yeah, mm-hmm. 3 and 0. 3 and that backwards mm-hmm. there. 3 and 0. So one more ball, and he walked. Well, he threw a 46 mile an hour EFIS, and Mercedes just sent it yard, just crushed it. Mm-hmm. Ran it right out of there. And mm-hmm. then the next day, they threw behind him. They were trying to hit him, and the pitcher threw behind him. What do you mean, I threw behind him? Like the ball that you are throwing over the plate literally went behind his body. So The pitcher missed. What? Kind of, the pitcher so missed. It went behind his back. He was trying oh. to hit him, and it went behind his back. Retaliation. So wait, this was, you said this was the day after? The next game. 
Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? So the, the, wait, teams, they're playing the same, same team. team? Yeah, they play. Why were the same uh, two teams yeah, playing yeah, the next day? Well, they play. It's called a series. They play series in baseball. Right? Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Really? So, but here's here's where the discrepancy comes within the clubhouse between uh, old timer, three time World Series winner uh, Tony Larusa. And these young guys. Oh, the weight lo- slim fast guy. No, that's Tony Lasorda. Tommy. Lasorda. Tommy Lasorda. This is Tony Larusa. Uh, uh, three-time, same difference. Three-time uh, World Series champion with the uh, St. Louis Cardinals, and um, he's and Oakland Athletics. He didn't win all of them. With oh, the that's true. You're, right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, so he told the press that the young kid talking about Mercedes shouldn't have done it. It's an unspoken rule. He shouldn't have swung at it, you know. And then some of the other teammates were thinking like, hey, why not, man? You know, you should support your players, all this. Then when they threw at him the next day, LaRusa again said, I get it. They're doing it because he, he hit that EFIS pitch off a position player pitching. So, you know, that's kind of how it works. So it's kind of the old school meets the new school. thing I don't get is this guy's a rookie. He's trying to make money. He's trying to get yep. uh, on the field. And he probably has something in his contract with home runs and everything else. If you're going to tee me up, I don't care if we're up 20. I'm well, and the thing, thing is, La Tartuca, like, he, you know, changed, he, he's been doing these slow pitches right. for a while now. And, and for a while they actually worked. Right. May have been his, yeah, exactly. Like That's, he yeah. he was actually so me to, once, to me it's me. exactly. So it's like, okay, no, we know what you're doing here. So check this out, well, La Tortuga. Here's the thing, Rowdy. Yeah. It was Call me Colonel Sanders, because here's the mash tape. Yeah. It was so slow that the, the gun for pitching didn't even read it because it was <laughs> under fifty miles an hour. And it was the first under fifty mile an hour pitch that's been hit for a home run in something like 20 plus years hmm i mean it would the the most impressive thing to me is that's not an easy pitch to hit it was high it was arcing yeah and and he just and people hadn't and people hadn't been before so yeah who's this tommy lasorda chill out man like (laughs) this is it's fair game because It's not the, the same thing. The, it's two different the, people. You said it's an unspoken rule that you've got to that you've got to like. Mean. What do you like? What do you? Then Take if the this walk. is an unspoken rule, balls, why don't no why don't strike. we just save everyone time and just say, you know what, we've played enough innings, let's all go home. I'm with you. Like why why do you continue the game? Yeah. So like at a certain point, is there a, at what at what percentage threshold do you have to be at? What's like, little league nine mm-hmm. run rule? Ten run, Ten run rule. rule, mercy yeah. rule after the fifth. Yeah. Yep. So why don't you? Don't, let's just save every, especially if you got to play these guys the next day or whatever. Like just save everyone some time and just be like, cool man, that was a uh, that was a fun one. Like uh, save your energy. We'll see you tomorrow. Like right. let's. Which is what they were trying to do by putting this guy in. So no, 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 because they're still playing the whole innings. People are still Rowdy. running around. People are still Rowdy. out there. Rowdy. Rowdy's Take on his high horse. I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with what you're saying. You know that I'm always going to be on the side of less baseball, right? <laughs> yeah. I, yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you that there needs to be, if they're going to do this, they just need to throw in the towel. Because something Larusa said, which like really just eats at me, he said, I was upset because that's not the time to swing 3 out. 
I knew the twins knew I was upset. He missed the 3 0 take sign, which, again, questionable. We, and there's no video of the take sign. Right. But then he says, with that kind of lead, that's just sportsmanship and respect for your opponent. And here's what eats, me, eats at me, is what you're saying, Rowdy, in, in, in a roundabout way. I've given you credit here. Thank you. Is I don't see a lot of sportsmanship or respect for my opponent if it's the ninth inning and I'm like, ah, screw it. Put our backup 300-pound catcher in yeah. to throw 46-mile-an-hour fastballs. Right. Yep. Fastballs. Right. The highest... Uh, maybe that was his changeup because I think he hit seventy early. The only the movement back. it had was vertically. It did not have any yeah. lateral movement. <laughs> that that to me is like what what? Where's the sportsmanship in that? Where's the where's the respect in that? If it's like we don't even respect you enough to put out a pitcher, because you're gonna try and do what? You're trying to like save the pitcher. And to, I agree with you, Reed. Like, these guys are trying to get paid. If he gets to the end of the year and he has a multiplier that says, if you hit 25 home runs, you get another, I don't know, half a million exactly. dollars. And he's, and he's sitting on 24. Exactly. Like, and, and, and the only reason he's doing that is because he took a 3-0, 46-mile-an-hour meatball? <laughs> right. Yeah, just a lofter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I, I kind of get both sides. I, I kind of I like Larusa. No, I don't. like Larusa nobody, enough. Nobody gets Tony. And side. I kind of no. like his get off of my lawn approach to baseball because I can kind of uh, relate sometimes. But I mean, this guy's what seventy six, seventy seven years old, something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you got to you brought him in for a reason because you think he can win. And this team, mm-hmm. this team. Is my pick to go to the World Series. I mean, they're they're that good. But if you piss off your dugout, um, that's not that's not. I mean, if he tries to no. go ham fisted and start talking to these boys like it's 1970 and they're making six hundred thousand dollars a year, this ain't the same game, man. No, this and, and that dugout, it's a bunch of young it guys. It is. Tim Anderson That's why they're so good. Came out and said, kept saying, you do yep. you. Uh, uh, Abreu's the out there. Um, well, he's he's getting he's getting up. He's almost 30. He's almost 10 years younger than that. Yeah, us. but I'm ta- just talking about the talent they got on that team. Yeah. Luis Robert, yep. Eloy Jimenez. Uh, they got a lot of young guys that are playing a different kind of baseball yep. than what La Russa played back when he was still the drunk he is today. My advice is to the White Sox, rein LaRusa in, get him on the same page, or you're going to have a problem and you're going to blow a really, really good opportunity to get to the series this year. But listen to this. This, this, this to me is crazy because you talked about Tyler Duffy pitching behind your man, your man Mercedes. And what LaRusa said after that was he wasn't suspicious. He said that he thought that that was just uh, it, it was just a curveball that got away from him or a slider that got away with, from him. And he said he didn't have a problem with it and he didn't have a problem with how the Twins handled that. That he threw at, at Mercedes. He threw at one of his players. Right. He's, he, so, so Tuesday he chastises them for doing what he is paid to do. And then he doesn't and then defend Wednesday him. He comes, and then he doesn't defend him. What do you think that's going to do to these guys in the in the dugout? Yeah. What do you think they're taking away from that? It's not that he it's not that he's, you know, a gatekeeper for the unwritten rules. It's that they don't this guy doesn't have their back. Yeah, that's and that's the concern. Bring, 
Yeah. And I hate to bring it's it's not just age, but I think like I I hate to bring race into it, but this is a bunch of like younger Latin American and black players that have a 70 something year old white man telling them what they can and can't do. That's not going to play well. Well, it's cuz this is the this is like let the what is it what did they say last uh 2020 let the kids play. Like just let them play. Yeah. And Aaron Boone, the coach or the manager of the New York Yankees, came out and said he didn't have a problem with what Mercedes did. And he said, if and a lot of people said, this, uh, guy I hate, Trevor Bauer, came out and said, you know, if you got a problem with it, be better. Put a pitcher well, out there. Well, that's my thinking. Like, you know, it would run up the, you know, how people will complain about running up the score. If you don't want them run up the score on you, then stop them. You know, yeah. I mean, that's my thing. Yeah. Did, uh, who threw that at him? Tyler Duffy. Du- oh, you said that, Duffy. Did he get ejected? He got ejected immediately. He should have. And, and the manager got ejected. Well, it was I a mean, have you guys never I, thrown a baseball that doesn't go where you want it to go? No. You, you, uh, a major league pitcher no. that throws a ball behind <laughs> the batter is trying to hit the batter. Uh, I just looked up this Tyler Duffy guy. Yeah. Potato this face. Per- this, potato yeah, face. This guy's a, this guy's a goon. Yeah. yeah, get him out he's of like, there. He's like yeah. the twins' Dylan Bundy just a big potato head here's the thing if we get to this point in the baseball game call me in who knows where that ball's gonna go i think i think invite fans in why don't they let the ball boys throw like if 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 we get to this point in the game where it's just like none of this matters yeah bring it like let people in the crowd raise their hand if they want to if they want to pitch or bat i think i think you're onto something but i think there's another a couple more Requirements. One, okay. you, uh, you have to put your name in at the beginning of the game mm. if you want to pitch in the ninth inning if the game is out of hand. Oh, Two, yeah. It has, to be, it has to be the home team is down. So they're basically, because uh, I thought, like, the home team has to be down, and it's the, mm, yeah, we'll say the ninth inning. So you, and you have to be, obviously, you have to be present. So you have sat through, like, <laughs> I think of it if you if you are a Twins fan because this was at Target Field. If you're a Twins fan, it's the ninth inning. It's cold, yeah. And your team's down by eleven runs, and you've sat there with the with the in the off chance that you might get to pitch in a major league game. I think you should be rewarded. Yeah, sure. Because I would say most of those but fans probably emptied the stadium. All those people yeah. are going to be hammered. I know. Yeah. Right. It's going to be yeah. great. Let the dr- yeah. Mean, let the drunkest fans play. Yeah. At that point. Breathalyzer, breathalyzer yeah. to. to <laughs> what we ball. need to speed that process up, there needs to be like if we could get the like equivalent of like an infrared camera for like breath breathalyzers, to just like scan walk and quick me, and walk, quickly identify walk me like that science guy. So I'm not sure exactly. Probably it would probably be with. Uh, it probably have to do with your your uh, uh-huh. your breath that's expelled, picking up oh, picking yeah. up your your traces of alcohol in in the breath Isn't that you that expel. Isn't that how a breathalyzer works? Right, but this would be a camera oh. that could that could identify that from a distance. So you could scan the crowd and say, "We've got the twelve or however many people are on a baseball field, drunkest people in the stands, and this entire inning is dedicated to them." And then you get them out there, throw them, you know, they, if they aren't wearing a, what do they, do they call it a jersey? Yes. 
in yeah. baseball. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if they're not wearing a jersey, you give them one, and then you let them play and just see how it goes. Have fun with it. And whatever, you know, let's say they score. Like, that counts for that game's score. So, like, you you have a chance to get an actual run for, like, a Major League Baseball team. Here's but like if we're gonna just if we're if if we're gonna reach this point where it's just like none of the rest of this game matters, then let's have fun with it. Make it interesting. Yeah, here's my final thing on this. There's no such thing I mean, unwritten rules aren't rules. So just stop. Right. They're just not rules. Yeah, yes, I understand it's gatekeeping. there's no reason to try to steal a base when you're up five in the ninth inning, all that. Unless you need that. 20-second steal, like Snoop was saying, to get paid, or like these uh, basketball players do, they just shovel the ball to guys to get their bonus, or in football, they throw only at one guy the last game of the season to get the bonus. I mean, this is a business. Unwritten rules. Baseball... <sighs> Baseball's flirting with some stupid stuff lately, man. Uh, messing with the ball. Lately? These kinds of uh, unwritten rule arguments. It's it's not good for baseball. Yeah. It's it's not unwritten rules. It's gatekeeping. It's who's playing baseball and who's not. And surprise, surprise, the young guys and usually the players of color are not playing baseball the right way. That's what, yeah. yeah. I, I, think they're, I, I think they're flirting with some, yeah. It's weird stuff. I, I don't. I just can't get behind it because when you're talking when you're talking about contract stuff too, hey man, a, a home run in May counts the same as a home run in September. A home run that you hit to up fifteen four in the ninth inning counts for the same amount as a four four tied game in in August. Yep, it's the same yep. home run. So if you need a certain amount, you need to get them when you have when you have the opportunity to get them. Yeah, and I don't have a yeah. problem with yep. that. Yep. So. You got to keep your uh, eye on the ball. On. Get, yep. Uh, this just in, not really just in, but uh, we have another no-hitter. Of course no -hitter. we do. Corey Kluber threw the first no-hitter for the New York Yankees. Uh, the first no-hitter this century for the Yankees. Wow. So congratulations, Corey Kluber. That is our seventh, and yes, I count the seventh. You think it's the balls? Our seventh no-hitter. For sure. Ball. It's ruining It's not it's just ruining the ball. everything. It's not just the ball. Well, I, it's not just the ball. It's the way that the game was played before this ball came about. So the ball is is just exposing the problem. That's all I'm saying about that because we talked about it's it last It's dumb. Week. The ball is dumb. They're on pace Usually, for 30-some no-hitters. It's stupid. Yeah, they're on pace for 20. Right now, the record for most, uh, most no-hitters in a season is seven. And we have six. If you count the one that I count, then it's seven. And if you count the seven inning game, we're already at Kyle seven. Seager, I heard today, has been part of nine no-hitters. Wow. <coughs> Excuse wow. me. Four as a batter. <coughs> Excuse me. Five as a um, fielder. And, yes, he's a Mariner, which has gotten no-no twice this season already. Yeah, did, have yep. the Mar I was going to ask. That. I think the You're Mariners right. are twice. Cleveland's twice. Oh, Cleveland's twice and too. Texas tonight was. Uh, yeah, Cleveland's twice, I believe. And then uh, Kluber threw it against the uh, Texas Rangers two zero. So I think that they have two as well. Oh, get your streamers hmm. out there. What's next? Anyway. All right, you guys ready for Showtime? Oh, more baseball. Yeah, Showtime, Otani. All right. 
What's he's up the with, real deal. What's up with he's, my guy. he's the real deal. He leads the league in home runs currently. He also he also 14. hit a home yeah. run last night that was over four feet high at the plate. Just reached up and What's slapped that mean? it. It was four feet in the air, and he reached he What's reached that? up and hit it and hit a home run. Oh, is that higher That's than high, it should way be? Way higher than it should be. Yeah, it was, it was a it was above. I'm the, a pretty uh, tall guy, so that doesn't yeah. seem that tall to me. But yeah, you know I'll what that swing that. was, Snoop? Last night, did you see him hit that highlight? That mm-hmm. was an Ichiro swing. Yeah. Went up and got it. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was more of a Vlad swing. Well, Vlad that's Guerrero good. Senior. Ichiro would have put it on the ground and got a double. Oh, yeah, but, but he's yeah, reaching, he's for, reaching that, yeah. for it. Yeah, it was a Vlad swing. That's a good comparison, too. This guy's crazy, uh, good at uh, hitting dingers, and he also has a 2-4 ERA or something right now. Very low ERA. Yeah. So he is, yeah. and now that Mike Trout's out for six to eight weeks with a calf contusion of some sort, no question Showtime Otani is the best player in baseball. Yeah, Mike Trout's just been a big letdown. I feel like Showtime Otani, like that's... Well, Mike Trout with those 10-10 first pitches and only playing in three playoff games in his career, I could see how you could think he was a letdown, Rowdy. Yeah. He's still the best player yeah. in baseball, but right now... It's Showtime Otani, without question. He was the he Correct. was considered the best Correct. player in baseball. He has been yeah. usurped yeah. He by has Showtime. A, he has a two ten ERA. That's nasty. Uh, a, uh, he has forty strikeouts in twenty five. Wow. And two thirds of an inning. Yep. He has a fourteen Ks per nine. Jeez, what's his whip? Yeah. Unbelievable! A whip, one point two. Nice whip, one point two one. And if you add his WAR mm-hmm. of what his uh, WAR is for a hitter and a pitcher, he has a plus three <laughs> WAR. Dude, that's sick. Which, which is just unbelievable. I think that's like point six, point five above what. Uh, yeah, he has one point five. Offensive war, and for hitting and in pitching, he has 1.7. Wow. I think is what he has. So, yeah, he has he, 3.2 together. He's the most valuable. Oh, player for sure. And he's fun. He's awesome. And he's a giant. It's effortless. It's effortless. Yeah. yeah. Well, he had, he dug that one. So, his 13th home run. Oh, I think God. That low and outside. Yeah, he he just golf like, swinged it. He Daryl like strawberryed it. Golf swung it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the next night he said, "All right, you're gonna pitch me high. Well, I'm just gonna slap that out too." So he's turning into after his Tommy John surgery. He's turning into everything we thought he was going to be when he came into the league. Rowdy, I don't know if you remember this, but your favorite team is the Los Angeles Angels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm wearing my hat yeah. right now. Yeah, and that this he was one of the reasons. Why this is your favorite team? Right. right. Although I think we so. got a headline coming up that uh, that I'm going to have to argue against your favorite team, Rowdy. Okay, should sure. we get to it? Let's do it. It just says Pujols turns That's right. blue. Albert Pujols, the best player in baseball for the first ten year, ten years of his career, automatic guy has six hundred and sixty seven home runs. <laughs> 
That has so many qualifiers. It's baseball. So Are you kidding me? You're going to argue about qualifiers in baseball? <laughs> Yes. On a Thursday okay, night That's when fair. it's cloudy. <laughs> On Thursday, yeah. below 65 but you got degrees to admit, and wind blowing His out. first yeah. 10 years, he was unmatched. The He's guy was machine, insane. Yeah. Yeah, was Lou Gehrig. He was yeah. Lou Gehrig. Better. Uh, they released him, Rowdy. Your team, the Anaheim Angels, the Angels of Anaheim, yeah. Los Angeles, whatever the hell they're called now, Angeles. Um <laughs> Yep. Nailed it. Got it. Got covered it, it no, all. That's really covered exactly it all. Right. Halos. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> uh, they cut him. One of the best players in baseball. Well, not anymore. He's got flat feet and plantar fasciitis and everything else. But they cut him, and he signed, unfortunately, with the Dodgers. So now, for the first time in his career, Crosstown Dodgers. he's wearing blue. But he didn't have to move. That's what I think it is. I think uh, I'm happy for him. Oh, you knew somebody was going to pick him up. Well, I'm happy for him because the commute yeah. is short. You know what the move was? I think Ant for Pujols. The move was, was the Rockies to sign him. They got the they got the cap space. They've got the field for him to potentially hit a boatload of home runs, and they suck so bad they need to sell tickets. The Rockies should have signed him. That's not a but. But the, he would have had to play the field. Have you the seen problem. the Rockies lately? Which is what there's plenty of room that, on that yeah, field. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the same is true for uh, the Dodgers. If they're yeah, they got to gotta field him too. If he same division. Yeah, if he plays, he just hit a double. Yeah, he, he hit plays. a or he hit a single last night. I think first hit as a Dodger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Albert Pujols. He's uh, one of my favorite players. He's awesome. But it's yeah, a, it's devastating. The only other team that would be worse than him going to the Dodgers is the Yankees. Oh, that don't you think worse. the Yank? I don't mind him going. You kind of like the like Dodgers. I, said, the I don't understand why, but you got a little you got a little uh, room in your heart for the Dodgers. Is it your boy Mookie? You know what I think it is. I, it's Mookie. It's definitely Mookie. Uh, and I like their jerseys. I think it's a classic jersey, and it's uh, probably because there's, there's enough space in between me and them that it's not as pretentious as a Yankees hat. I like the L.A. I like the, yeah. the inner joint letters. The Dodgers, ugh. Yeah. And that stadium is awesome. Chavez Ravine, it's amazing. I've been there. It's probably the most beautiful stadium. They're the worst California team in a dead heat tie with the Giants. <laughs> There's only one other California the, I team. I can handle the no, A's and the, and the Halos. I cannot handle the Giants yeah. or the Dodgers. Yeah. I also think probably, you know, I don't... And the Padres. I like the Padres, too. When I started watching baseball... Like Kirk, the Kirk Gibson, Gibson home run was right around the time that I started watching, and it's probably why I like San Francisco and Oakland a little bit too. Like those eighty-seven, eighty-eight. When you like Barry Bonds teams, I like yeah. Barry. Oh yeah, Barry Bonds yeah. is amazing. Yeah, original yeah. pirate. Back when he had the uh, quickness. Yeah, so I, I'm just happy for him because he doesn't have to. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Drive. That's why. That's why I think it's a good move. I would have liked. 
Would he have signed anywhere else if he had to move? I think he would have. From what I heard, it was a heated exchange in the office in the clubhouse. Oh, between sources him and are telling me. I'm hearing people are saying. I'm hearing. Yeah. I think he just wanted yeah. to finish the year at least. But I mean, he's got to play long enough to get to 700. And Coors Field's where you do that. He's not going uh, back to St. Yeah. Louis. Six, he's at six. Yeah, he needs thirty-three. Right yeah, and your and your boy, your boy, both of your boys, Tony Larusa said. No I know. I thought here. really that he would go to the. He would have a chance of going to the Sox too, because Larusa was his manager in St. Hmm. Louis. But thirty-three. He's not getting thirty-three this year. He's going to have to play one more, and I don't know if he's got it in him. Well, next year you'll have the. Uh, Universal DH, so then he can go to there you Colorado. Go. So he's, his family still has a restaurant in, or he's still there's still a restaurant in St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah. So Louis. yeah, in 2006 they open. It's the Pujols Five Westport Grill, and then when he joined the Angels, they renamed it the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame Grill. Hmm. But. Now that he's not with the Angels, do you think they'll keep that name, or do you think who knows they might change it again? They should just change it to the Machine. Mm. I mean, machine seriously, girl? Rowdy, this mm. guy was Michael Jordan for the first ten years of his career of baseball. He was nasty. Mm. He was. I must have did. missed that. You missed it all. <laughs> those were the, that. Those are the years you really fell off. What well, What years would those have been? Uh, I would say 2003 to 2010. Yeah, uh, yeah I had a lot going on 2000 in those years. Because he was in St. Louis from, for 10, and he's been in L.A. for 10, hadn't he? Hmm. From 2003 to 2010, he had uh, one year, two years under 40 home runs. Hmm. He had, and what happens to— He led the majors in runs. Yeah. For yeah. five of those eight years. First baseman. He led the league in home runs two of those. And he had led the league in RBIs in twenty. Look what ha- yeah, he look was what happened to your angels, Rowdy. They cut Pujols and Mike Trout goes down the next week. Mm, just saying. I'm not Karma. saying, I'm just saying though. Yeah. What's next? Hmm. It happens. All right, Three let's let's uh let's head to the motor city. Uh, and talk there. about these oh Detroit Lions. This guy. What's going on with this? What's going on? Who are we talking about? This, who's this guy? Rowdy, you might become a Detroit Lions fan this year <laughs> just because it's a circus, <laughs> and they're literally trying to turn it more literally. into a circus. Who, what's the coach's name, Snoop? I can't oh, remember. I remember. He, he's the guy we talked about a few weeks back, Rowdy, that they were going to come in there and bite kneecaps and do anything they had to do to win. Dan Campbell. Oh, yeah, yeah, Campbell. yeah. Dan Campbell. Campbell. Yeah. Well, now, yeah. on a podcast earlier this week, he said that he thinks it would be phenomenal if they could get a real lion that they could keep at the sports complex. Bring out on a big-ass chain, that's a direct quote, uh, during practice and walk him around and have an actual lion in Detroit for the team. What do you think? Uh, first of all, I would be terrified to be anywhere <laughs> near that. What? Like, you're expecting, like, cheerleaders and players. Well, I think and the cheerleaders would probably ride it. Refs and everything else that are, that are like, supposed to be running around. Like, no way. I don't, I, I don't. I don't trust people with 
dogs. Not, I'm not even talking pit bulls, just normal dogs. You got out on a leash. How do I know that's not going to uh, be too strong for you and, and okay, run put at me? yourself put yourself in Mrs. Ford's shoes here. You're the owner of the Detroit Lions. Right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What would you rather have? What would you be more concerned of about having a real-life lion in your facility? Would you be more... Is, now, you're a billionaire. Remember this. Are you more concerned about right. getting attacked by this lion, or are you more concerned about lawsuits from PETA? I'd probably be more concerned about my anti-Semitic grandpa, but... <laughs> um, hey, man. Everybody's got to worry she's about a, She's an in-law, though, isn't she? Isn't she married in? Yeah. 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 Um, was she the one that was married to Edsel? Uh... Or no, probably Edsel's, or Edsel's child. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She, she was married to Edsel's yeah. son. Um, yeah, I, I mean... Peter's coming. I don't know. No I mean, Peter. come on. There are, yeah, lots, of, there are lots of teams that have live animals as their mascots. Most of them, first off, they're, they're... Well, LSU has Mike the Tiger. Uh, the Butler Bulldog. Georgia. But these yeah. are dogs. Yeah. The, isn't there one yeah. that has like no a, Mike the Tiger the, from LSU is, is that a thing tiger? St- wait, that they, thing wait, LSU around? really has a real tiger? Yes, LSU has the, a but real that's tiger. Prob- that's probably campus. protected by some kind of bullcrap veterinarian school excuse. They got some well, insulators. Be what it may, be what it may, they have a live tiger. Uh, what's the buffalo's name in uh, oh, Colorado? Good call. And uh, Bevo. Yeah. Bevo, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he's just, uh, he's just a stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just a, that's just a rare yeah. steak, is what Bevo is. In this uh, economy, though, but, no, <laughs> no. But uh, even if PETA came at you, what are they going to sue you for? You're not harmed animals. I mean, if if the well, if the law allows to hold them as a pet, to to house them as a pet. I'd be more concerned with, like, the liability that you're opening up that this thing's going to, like, I don't know, just cat scratch somebody. You know? That's a big now, cat. That how about this? Cat. What if somehow yeah. Joe Exotic, Exotic was out of jail and they, the Detroit Lions hired Joe Exotic as the wrangler for the Detroit Lion? Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, who's the mascot at that point? Well, good question. It's, I mean, it's well, yeah, I mean, Joe give him a better shot than this a tiger also, or a lion. This was also uh, right on the heels of uh, the news out of Houston that there's been a tiger on the loose in Houston. for Yeah, that was what? crazy. Yeah. Dude, tigers are way scarier than lions. What would you? Yeah. Yeah. They're a lot quieter, yeah. I think. Right. Yeah, aren't they? I think they're way more aggressive, too. And they're bigger, I think. Yeah. So, Rowdy, this this tiger in Houston got loose from a from a pet, uh, animal sanctuary. Is that right? Sanctuary. The the one in Houston. Yeah. The one in Houston, I think, was just a guy who had a tiger in his house. Yeah. Ah, maybe it was Dan Campbell. I've heard about this, Texas. There, I can't remember the stat off the off the top of my head, but there are more like wild cats in Texas than anywhere than in the wild. I think there's a certain kind of. Ti- I well, think so it's tigers. There are more tigers in captivity in Texas than in the wild. Well, here's the crazy part. 
So you think about this. This tiger was loose in Houston for a week. Houston is well populated. It, I think it's the it's in the it top is. It's five like largest metro is area. over five million. Fourth. I yeah, think it's fourth is. Fourth or fifth. Uh, they also have tunnels, huge. so the and tiger could be in the tunnel. Regardless, <laughs> there's a lot of people there. Who, who, if you tell Houston, hey, that thing's be getting look shot. Oh, that's getting shot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, yes, yeah. Don't mess with Texas. Also, right. I shot this tiger. This uh, hurricane took my tiger. If you, if <laughs> uh, went down to the Alamo Dome. I guess that's San Antonio. Uh, but if this lion were to get loose in Detroit. There are not enough people in Detroit to even notice that there is a lion. No, dude, it's going to find it some kind of like a 6,500 square foot Victorian just outside, just down the street from the stadium and just post up. (laughs) Just post up, right. (laughs) Yeah. Just get, just get busy on whatever feral cat they find. Hey, lion life in in Detroit Detroit be hot to death. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah, that's what you have to worry about. It's it ain't not got about time to practice. About, what, you talk about practice. Yeah. <laughs> practice? Yeah. You know what? That lion's going to go to the Silver Dome. Lion's going to take over the Silver Dome. Going to go to that Yum lion's Center, gonna, get some oh, yeah. chicken and pizza. <laughs> it's, I, so they got three abandoned uh, stadiums that they could probably, he could probably live in, right? They got Joe Lewis. Not arena. the Yum Center. That's the Louisville. Yeah. What's the what's the hockey they arena got, down there? Joe. Oh, Lu- okay, it was yeah. Joe Lewis. Little, oh, Caesars, Little Caesars. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Little Caesars arena. Uh, and then they've got uh, the Silver Dome, uh, home of. Is the Silver Dome still there? Oh yeah, dude. Have you seen no. pictures of it lately? It just looks. It's an enormous. It's just all collapsed in. I think at one point they wanted. It's to a turn skate it park like, now. Apartments or something? Oh, dude, dude, wouldn't that be amazing? I remember seeing De- the old Detroit Tigers stadium uh, when I was up there once. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's in yeah. Corktown. Uh, uh, so that's what I would be afraid of with the lion. It's not that Dan Campbell is clearly a, uh, is an unhinged That guy's psycho, man. <laughs> It's that he's going to let loose of that chain. Yeah. He acts yeah. like he's going to hold that gone. lion. Give me a break. It's going to be, I mean, the thing that would be cool is it would basically just be a a gladiator scene in the, in the modern day. Like who doesn't want to see, I mean, yeah, he's going to walk around. Are you entertained? Like, let me say, it would be a tragedy, Uh but (laughs) oh my goodness, I'd watch that. Going to late night raves and warehouses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Get yeah. some Coney dogs. I just, I love the fact that this guy, this, set aside the fact that he wants, he wants a pet lion. The fact that he's delusional enough to think that he can keep a lion on a leash and I control know. it. A big ass, a big, uh, ass, a big chain. ass chain. A yeah. chain. Yeah. So, yeah. That, that I think is hilarious. So I think, like, let's rank these problems. The problem one. Is this is this the biggest problem? This that is, he thinks a, a pet lion. Unfortunately, is a good idea. this is not the Detroit I think, lion's I think largest that's, problem. <laughs> I think that's I think that's the first sign that this man, this man is not no, right for right. The, okay. the job. Right. The second problem is that he thinks he can keep it on a big ass chain, like he can just handle a lion, mm-hmm. right? Like he's sick free Roy or something. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And or Roy. Yeah. Which again, still talking about tigers. <laughs> 
for me, the biggest problem is that he thinks this is an okay thing to say, both of the one and two, that these are okay things to say in public. Like, if you want to have the, the, the delusion that I can, have a I can have a lion and I can keep it on a chain and walk it around like a cat, those are problems. But when you're actually saying it out loud in public, in a public forum, with a microphone in front of your face, I, have, I question your, your, your sanity. That's where, to me, it kind of goes you. off the rails. Yeah, that's and why I'm glad that these conversations like this are just between the three right, of us. Just the three of us. The three of us, and yeah. So I can six. like, cause yeah, I will. I will say like, it's not like I don't have thoughts like that, but at least when I say them, it's only you know to you guys. Right. You can. This check is my safe. You're... This is my safe space where I can. Yeah. Uh, should we change the name of the pod to uh, s s Rowdy Safe, safe Space? space. <laughs> Safe yeah, whatever. With rowdy. I mean, <laughs> yeah, between the three of us, yeah, it's safe. like whatever. Yeah, whatever you guys want to do, I don't care. Safe with sports. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Where are we at? I think, oh, did I we think finish? We're done. Are we done? We got no more. All right. Well, that's it. We did it. We did sports. As I always, I want to thank the minister of sound, Mikey Junior, minister of sound, Ralphie, food editor. Den oh, I the I missed some people. Oh no. You I remember earlier when he was bragging about how he did so well on the opener uh, there, Rowdy? <laughs> yes, I yeah. I messed it all up. Yeah. This is what happens probably mm -hmm. before the fall. I'm starting over. Take two. Don't cut any of this out. Well, that's it. We did it. Episode 191. We did sports. As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey, Junior Minister of Sound, Ralphie, Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner, Brandon Casburn, Food Editor, Dennis Chu, and the honorary ball boy. Honorary this ball week boy is. this week is the mind behind the great Richard Pryor, the writer of Sanford and Sons, the creator of Homie the Clown, and Chappelle Show contributor, R.I.P. to Paul Mooney, who died today at the age of 79. Also, oh, wow. shout out to our, our buddy, the birthday boy, uh, and super fan, Sean. Oh, it's, it, Happy it's birthday. birthday today. Uh, the, the day this right, comes happy out. Happy birthday, man! Yeah, oh, happy. This is, happy I'm birthday, sure, just Sean. what you've been, just what dreaming you dreamed of. of. <laughs> I bet. Uh, hey, Sean, if you get this, uh, if you get this far, the password is Fidelio. <laughs> Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sports 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 pod at gmail .com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, is this a safe space? Homie, don't play that. Uh -huh.